right, Pastor Michael, we have our next question in our series of questions on Roman Catholicism. Is the treasury of merit in Roman Catholicism biblical? That is a really, really great question. And I want to start off with a simple answer. Uh, but if you're Roman Catholic, I want you to keep listening uh, because what we're about to talk about is really important. You are not going to find the treasury of merit anywhere in the scriptures. Um, it's not hinted at, talked about explicitly or even implicitly. If you are a Roman Catholic watching this, you have probably heard of it, but you don't know what it means. Hmm. If you're a Protestant, you have likely never heard of I this. I had never heard of it. And once we describe it, it's going to actually make sense of a whole bunch of other doctrines. We actually would call this the spine of Roman Catholic doctrine hmm. because it's a doctrine that holds up all of these other ideas. Hmm. So let's dig into this. Uh, the treasury of merit is an actual, we'll say treasury. It is something of great value. And inside, we'll call it this treasure box, is mm -hmm. a thing called merit. Now, when, when people think of merit, they think of like a good work. I yeah. want you to think of merit like a currency. And it's a currency of righteousness. And in order to get into heaven, you need a certain quantity of this currency or merit to get in. Now, this currency, there's a whole bunch of it in the treasury of merit. And now the question is, if if I don't have enough merit, how do I get merit out of that treasury right. into my personal account? So that I can go to heaven. Absolutely. Mm. So already there are going to be some people who are saying, what? Mm. All right. So the treasury of merit gets its righteousness or its merit currency from three primary sources. And could you read from the catechism of the Catholic church? And each of these sources mm -hmm. are going to be identified by Rome itself. Got it. All right. So the first source, the treasury of the church is the infinite value, which can never be exhausted, which Christ's merits have before God. They were offered so that the whole of mankind could be set free from sin and attain communion with the Father. In Christ, the Redeemer himself, the satisfactions and merits of his redemption exist and find their efficacy. All right. So source number one of righteousness in the treasury of merit is the it's called the super abundant excess of the merits of Christ. Hmm. So because Christ is fully God, he is fully righteous. And so there is no humanly possible way to exhaust the righteousness of Christ found in the treasury of merit. Sure. But the righteousness of Christ or the merits of Christ are not the only source of merit in the tr in the, the treasury of merit. Right. There are two more. I've got your next one. All ready? Right. This treasury includes as well the prayers and good works of the Blessed Virgin Mary. They are truly immense, unfathomable, and even pristine in their value before God. Okay, so we didn't make that up. That's from Rome itself. Mm -hmm. So not only does the treasury of merit have the excess righteousness of Christ, uh, it also has the excess righteousness of the Virgin Mary, um, as well as all of her prayers for the saints or for Christians 
also go into the treasury of merit. Now, in Roman Catholic doctrine, they believe that Mary was sinless <laughs> or perfect. Um, she was immaculately conceived. Most sure. people think that applies to Jesus actually talking about mm. Mary. And, uh, and so she has an abundance of merit. Um, she had more than enough to get herself into heaven, um, but she also has excess. So all of that goes, and I love this line, they are truly immense, unfathomable, and even pristine in their value before God, implying not all merit hmm. is of the There's same a ranking value. system of some kind. Yeah. So yeah. there might be like $1 merit bills and mm -hmm. $5 merit bills. I'm speaking a little yeah. bit crassly, but in the terms of currency yeah. for the sake of analogy. But there's a third source sure. for the treasury of merit. All right. I've got it here. In the treasury, too, are the prayers and good works of all the saints all those who have followed in the footsteps of Christ the Lord and by his grace have made their lives holy and carried out the mission the Father entrusted to them. In this way, they attained their own salvation and at the same time cooperated in saving their brothers in the unity of the mystical body. Right. So let's say um, you have been faithful to God your whole life and you have more than enough merit uh, to get you into heaven the discrepancy between the two, the excess, <clears throat> all of that also goes into the treasury of merit as well as while you're in heaven, as you pray for Christians on earth, all those prayers, they mm. go and they are translated into merit and they all go into the treasury of merit. So to summarize, the treasury of merit is all of the excess merit of Jesus, Mary, and dead saints who all had more than enough merit currency mm. to get into heaven. All, already, if you are a Protestant, you're sort of like, what is happening? Mm. This is very, very foreign because for Protestants, um, we will never have enough merit. Right. Um, we regularly communicate and preach the gospel, which is that um, anybody who goes into heaven it's not because of their own merit. It's all the righteousness of Christ. Right. And Christ alone has enough righteousness and his righteousness is applied to our account in our behalf. Right. So th there is a framework. And I think it's important to understand this nature of accounts and righteousness and that somehow we don't have enough righteousness or merit, if you will, to mm -hmm. get to heaven. The, the real discrepancy comes like well, whose righteousness gets put into my account? Right. And so this is where we step back and say, no, the scriptures teach that it is exclusively and only the righteousness of Christ that gets put into our right. account. Well, and we can see that in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, which yep. we've refer referenced in another episode yep. in Roman Catholicism. It is not a works-based salvation. It is not. And what merit, what, what the treasury of merit does is it makes salvation essentially works-based. Right. And if I don't have enough of it myself, a, a number of it gets applied to my account, but there's this um, principle that I have to fill up what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ. Right. Now that's taken from the book of Philippians, but it is a massive gross mm. mistranslation of what that means. Uh, but the idea that Christ accomplished something for me, now I have to fill up what is right. lacking. He has done his job. Now I have to do my job. Mm. And uh, the treasury of merit is not found in scripture. It, you're mm -hmm. never going to see those words. You're never going to see anywhere where there is this idea that Mary and her good works and her prayers, uh, her merit essentially goes into this treasury or um, Christians who had excess, like nowhere in scripture mm -hmm. are you ever going to find that. What you do find is that every person lacks righteousness. And then if we're going to go to heaven, we need the righteousness of Christ 
applied to our account. And that happens when we trust in Christ, right. when we believe. Uh, the legal term in scripture is justification. Mm-hmm. Justification is when I am declared righteous, not because of my own righteousness, because of the righteousness of Christ. Right. Analogically, it could be uh, like I am now a billionaire, not because I did anything, but because the money of Christ was applied to my right. account. I now have what I need to enter, but it's all of him, from him, through him. Mm-hmm. And it's only ever applied through faith, not by works, hence Ephesians chapter mm-hmm. 2, verses 8, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really hard doctrine, but you can see now, out of this doctrine came ideas like purgatory. Right. Purgatory is where you go when you don't have enough merit. Right. So it's not full enough. You get this principle of, of praying to saints mm-hmm. because as you pray to them, they pray for you. Mm-hmm. And when they pray to you, merit is taken out of the treasury, mm-hmm. put into your account and your years of suffering in purgatory are lessened. And can you also purchase merit? Well, you can. With so, dollars. This is the principle of indulgences. Mm -hmm. And so uh, most Protestants are familiar with Martin Luther really Mm -hmm. just rebelled against this. An indulgence is is typically a monetary gift Mm -hmm. uh, given to the church uh, in order to reduce either your or somebody who has already died Mm -hmm. their time in purgatory. Mm -hmm. You you can understand why Protestants recoil at this doctrine. Well, and as you said, as you are explaining it, if you mm. are of the Protestant, you know, belief system, you've heard of purgatory, you've heard of indulgences. It is all tied into this treasury of yep. merit that you maybe have never heard of. Yep. Now, the treasury of merit does have one person in control of it. Yep. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yep. So um, there is one person kind of like, a, I'm saying human being, not Jesus, mm-hmm. who has authority over it. Technically, the treasury of merit is Christ's to distribute, but he is given the keys in Roman Catholicism or the authority to the Pope. And the Mm. Pope has the freedom to access and to distribute merit at Mm -hmm. his will. He's called the Vicar of Christ, meaning Christ lives and leads vicariously through Mm -hmm. the Pope. So the Pope has the authority of Christ to access this treasury. And so if we go back 500 years to Martin Luther, And Martin Luther was a Catholic priest and he was very, very frustrated. He wrote the 95 theses Mm -hmm. and um, I'm not going to quote this directly, but I'm going to kind of give my own summary Mm -hmm. of one of them. He said, if basically, oh, Pope, if you're so godly and righteous and you have full access to Mm -hmm. the treasury of merit and you're supposed to be filled with love, why wouldn't you by fiat? Take all this excess treasury mm-hmm. and release all the damned souls in purgatory right. that are suffering right now out of simply love and compassion. And why wouldn't you actually apply that to all of our current accounts mm-hmm. right now if you are so loving? Now, he did this to out the Pope because what the Popes were doing is they were selling indulgences to raise money for right. St. Peter's Basilica. They built beautiful, yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful architecture, mm-hmm. beautiful um, cathedrals. But... Um, and he was basically saying, you're doing this by manipulating right. people's eternity on the, backs, yes. on the backs of poor people. And it's working because they most of them can't read. Right. They can't open up the scriptures to see, wait, the treasury of merit is not found in scripture mm-hmm. anywhere, nor is the rosary, nor is the Immaculate Conception of Mary. I mean, you go down the line sure. and you start realizing there are a whole bunch of doctrines connected by the, the spine of the treasury mm-hmm. of merit um, that really do create 
a works-based salvation Mm -hmm. where the blood of Christ, the righteousness of Christ is not enough and where we now have to cooperate not for the mission of the Great Commission, Mm -hmm. but for our own salvation. And you can, again, Protestants sometimes don't have the vocabulary. They keep saying, oh, it's it's by works. And and most Roman Catholics kind of like, they're like, no. And we're talking past each other, but... Hopefully in this, what we can do is give some vocabulary both to Protestants and Roman Catholics to say, uh, no, this really is at its core a works-based religion. Christ does his part. Now, if you want to be saved in Roman Catholicism, you have to do your part. Mm-hmm. If you don't have enough, you can also hope that other people can do your part for you in your place right. and reallocate that merit through prayer, et cetera. Indulgences, um, the Pope can actually release indulgences at any time. Um, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, X amount of years in purgatory will be released. And I don't know how the formulas work, to be honest. I've never yeah. quite Could it change day to day, that. person to person? Does everybody who, who have knows? a certain amount that they, is my amount to get into heaven different from your amount? Merit is a mystery. Yes. Um, that uh, is the Pope apparently has some level of understanding. Part of me mm-hmm. feels like they're all just winging it. And, yeah. And uh, it's a really effective fundraising tool. It's a really effective tool at um, controlling, we'll say, access to the sacraments, which mm-hmm. will be our next episode, because in, in the participation of sacraments is a reallocation of merit. So oh, yeah. You, you can see how yep. you start to like. And like you said, it's all connected in this treasury of merit. It is yep. kind of like that spine, like you said. It's, it is one of the most important unknown doctrines in mm. Roman Catholicism that if you get this, we'll begin to make sense of everything. Wow, interesting. Thanks yeah. so much for explaining it. My joy.